This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Welcome to the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger, your host at Baldy NFL on Instagram and Twitter and X and threads and everything else that's out there, YouTube. Uh, I had a, a great weekend. If you're a football fan, if you're in this business, like uh, you'll enjoy, you know, the fact that I did the 49ers game on Sunday against Seattle out at Levi Stadium. Stayed in the stadium for four hours and, and studied all the one o'clock games. Caught a red eye from San Francisco to Miami. Got off the plane. Uh, started doing all of my work for the NFL and stuff I had to do. And then headed over to our Hard Rock Stadium and announced the game last night for Westwood One Radio with Tom McCarthy. And I got to tell you, I mean, I'm running on adrenaline, but it was so much fun. Because last night was unique. Uh, it really affected the playoff picture in a lot of different ways. All these games will down the stretch. Um, but last night was unique because the NFL scheduled two Monday night games. Obviously, um, Miami and Tennessee. And then the Giants and the Packers up at MetLife Stadium at the same time. So the reason why I mention that is because, you know, if Westwood One was <clears throat> we were broadcasting the game nationally. And when it was 27 to 13 in the fourth quarter, we were ready to go to New York and take that game over and put it on the air. But we kind of like said, well, let's just see what Will Levis can do here. And Will Levis delivered. So let's just back up. Let's go. Let me take you through the evening in Miami. We'll get to the game in New York and what Tommy DeVito and the running attack and what the Giants pulled off. But I, I was down the field early. I saw Tyreek Hill before the game, just like I did the week before in Washington. Tyreek, you look like you're set for 2,000. They can't stop you. And he's just like, you know, but he's been nicked. He's been nicked up. He's had knee and ankle issues. 
But he was out there having his usual ray of fun. He was playing two-on-two touch where you can't run. You have to walk real fast and try and score. And he was having a good time. So I saw Tyreek, and he looked like he was in good spirits. And, I mean, I don't know. The line on the game was 14 points. It looked like it was going to be one of those blowouts, you know. But then I saw Will Levis warming up, and I had never met Will Levis. So the first thing you notice about him is he is literally a block of granite. I mean, he is big and strong and put together. Um, and and I went up and introduced myself and just told him, like, look, Will, we, we need we need great young quarterbacks in this league. Our whole league is built around your ability and your development, and you're getting that opportunity now, so just embrace it. Um, we're pulling for you. He lost in overtime the week before to Indianapolis, but he played very well. So, you know, I just got a chance to just see, you know, just see him warm up. And sometimes you have to watch quarterbacks throw the ball to appreciate the talent. And when you watch Will Levis just warm up and throw it and you just see the natural arm talent, that natural arm strength and how the ball jumps out of his hand, um, you, you, you know, it, it kind of changes things a little bit. And so you watch him and, you know, there was there was. 28 seconds to go in the first half, and he made back-to-back throws to DeAndre Hopkins that you you would want on your resume reel. I don't care if you're Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. I mean, you'd want those throws on your resume. Unbelievable throws against Xavier Howard, one after another. Now, DeAndre, is he's special. Like, his ability to use his big body and use his hands, like, he, he came down with it. But the throws were 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 gutty. And they end up getting a field goal going in the halftime at 10-7. So then you get to all the mistakes that were made by uh, by Tennessee. You know, Eric Guerra, the rookie, you know, fumbles a, a, a punt that deep in his own end zone inside the 10-yard 10, uh, line. Miami goes and scores right away. You know, it's now 20-13. to 13. And then um, they come back and Will Levis pitches a ball uh, to Derrick Henry off of kind of a fake, kind of a crazy-looking play. And – it's on his back shoulder and it's fumbled and Miami recovers and 27, 13, you're thinking this thing is very good. But I said, you know, just all they got to do is you got to get one score before you get two. So let's just see how he engineers the drive because it's, it's all hurry up and darn if he doesn't go 75 yards down the field, makes a big throw to Deandre Hopkins on an over route hits uh, the tight end on Conquo, you know, and next thing you know, He's thrown the ball to DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone um, to make the score 20 to nine, uh, 27 to 19. And it was all him. Like it's, it's all Will Levis. And then, you know, there's, there's Mike Vrabel holding up. Let's go for two. Let's go for two because if we get the ball back, all we got to do is score, kick the field goal. We can win. So he's thinking ahead and he makes the, uh, the two point conversion to Oconquo. And it's 27-21. And, you know, there's the, the Dolphins get the ball back with two minutes and 40 seconds to go. No Tyreek Hill. No Cheetah on the field. They put together a 16-second drive. Three plays, 16 seconds, and they punt the ball away. And I say that in with emphasis because – Anybody that doesn't think that Tyreek Hill should not be included in the MVP conversation just has to look at this Miami team when Tyreek Hill isn't on the field. And he wasn't on the field for much of the game. He got uh, hip dropped on a tackle on the sideline, and 
he said he thought his ankle was gone, you know, like busted up, gone. And he kind of like hit the adrenaline button and, you know, jogged off the field. He came back sporadically, but he wasn't on the field. They had 16-second drive. And honestly, the offense doesn't look very good without Tyree. Tua is holding the ball too long. They lost Connor Williams, their starting center. Liam Eikenberg went from, you know, starting at guard to in at center. They had a center quarterback exchange issue on the goal line, fumbled the ball away. Um, and Tua was sacked five times, harassed for much of the night, holding the ball longer than we're used to seeing him hold it because he can't get the ball out of his hands, you know, quickly to Tyreek Hill. And a game that looked like it was a shoe in to be 10 and three and chasing Baltimore for the number one seed, suddenly it looks very precarious for the Miami Dolphins. They lose Connor Williams. They've lost Teron Armstead. I mean, they just keep losing offensive linemen. Tyreek Hill is in and out of the lineup right now. Defensively, they lost Jerome Baker. Uh, Javon Holland's not on the field right now. I don't know what his status is, you know, for, for the Jets this week. Um, you know, it's, 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 you know, they lost Jalen Phillips. Like, it's – they're just trying to survive right now. Fortunately, they've got some good depth, guys that have played. But they've got the Jets, entertaining the Jets this week. And anybody that watched the Jets play the Houston Texans last week knows that defense is special. And if Tyreek Hill can't go, and if Zach Wilson comes anywhere close to throwing for 300 yards like he did last week, I mean, suddenly, who knows if the Dolphins are in free fall or not. I don't know. But it was a great statement by the Tennessee Titans, because this is a rebuild year. Right now, Will Levis has started seven games. He's three and four as a starter. He helped win the game last night. And that's just not Will Levis. I mean, they're starting a rookie left tackle in Jalen Duncan. They're starting a rookie left guard in Peter Skaronsky. They're starting a rookie – well, they're playing a rookie running back in Ty J. Spears, who was invaluable last night, especially in the passing game. Um, you know, that's four rookies out there for a lot of that comeback win. Nobody else in this league is doing that. Nobody. So, you know, maybe the Packers at times, but in key spots, left tackle, left guard, running back, quarterback, like, you know, and they play without their best defensive player, Jeffrey Simmons. It's a real testimony to Mike Vrabel and what they're doing. All right. While that was going on, we had action at MetLife Stadium in New York. And I watched the game this morning. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's about Tommy DeVito, no question about it. The touchdown throw to go up 21-13 from DeVito to Isaiah Hodgins. I mean, it's third and seven. You're at the eight-yard line. Um, his first read is to the two-man side to the left. It's not there. And the rush is, is on him, and he takes off to the right. And like the great quarterbacks, I don't care if it's Mahomes or Hurts or pick a guy. Like, he makes a throw on the run to Isaiah Hodgins. That is an absolute dime. Bump it right to his resume reel. It's it's a great throw on the run to go up 21-13. If, if they don't make that uh, and convert, they're kicking a field goal, and it's just a 17-13 game. Packers came down and scored. Um, they probably don't win the game. But there's a lot of things that are going on here in this New York win streak of three in a row right now. First of all, they got John Michael Schmitz back at center, and they got Andrew Thomas back at left tackle. And now you put Pew in at left guard and Breedison in and Tyree Phillips at right tackle. And suddenly the offensive line is together and they ran for 209 yards last night against a very good Packers defense and a Packers defense have been playing great. 
209 yards. Saquon had a big chunk. DeVito ran for 70. Some design runs, some scrambles. He's got athletic ability. And then, you know, young players like Wandale Robinson made one big play after another, including the game-winning drive where they go 75. They, they take off from the 25-yard line, get the ball into Randy Bullock territory. And the big play was a 32-yard throw from Tommy DeVito to Wandale Robinson. And you're like, they're going crazy at, at MetLife Stadium. And, and rightfully so, because the team, they're not out of it. You know, they're 5-8. and eight. It's not pretty. But anybody that thinks that the Giants are a pushover, that you can walk over them, forget it. Kayvon Thibodeau is playing elite football. Bobby O'Karake is a good sign. Suddenly the coaching has kicked in. And Brian Dable, who was the coach of the year last year, is doing magical things this year. Keeping this thing together. Wake Martindale defensively. You got Deontay Banks out there making big plays. The rookie corner. Thibodeau is coming on. Aziz Ojalari had a bunch of quarterback hits last night. And let's go to Green Bay. Because Green Bay had won three in a row, starting on Thanksgiving, looking really good. Jordan Love was playing great. And suddenly, <clears throat> pressure. Different pressures coming at him. He wasn't good on third down last night. Missing a lot of third down throws, um, especially in the red zone where you get chances for, for touchdowns and they're kicking field goals. And, you know, he threw the interception to Pinnock. He had the ball stripped out of his hands. So a couple of turnovers. Um, but I thought they really missed uh, – they, they really missed the, the, uh, the second-year wide receiver, Christian Wilson. It's like, you know, Christian's a good player, man. And they, they really missed the deep threat last night. And they couldn't get big chunk plays down the field. Um, you know, they, they got uh, one to Tucker Craft for 43 yards on a kind of a check down. And they got one to A.J. Dillon on a screen and a check down for 35. But other than that, they couldn't get any big chunk throws. And so the Packers right now were in the playoff hunt. And they still are. They're not out of it. But they got a short week to turn it around. Um, we got to see just, you know, how they can – kind of put this thing back together. But it fell apart awfully quickly last night. But credit to New York Giants. Like, this is a great coaching job. And I don't know how many wins they're going to get. But I know from week three, you know, well, I mean, the start of the season, they get beat by Dallas 40 to nothing. And they didn't even belong in the NFL. They couldn't function as an offense. And to watch them last night, you know, get their guys back in there. Schmidt's the rookie center, and Andrew Thomas, and get him back healthy because he's missed a lot of time this year. And he gets Schmidt's healthy. And, you know, cobble it together. Breederson taking over for Lewinsky at right guard and picking up Pew off the street. Um, it's really a credit. It's really a credit to, you know, how they're – what coaching is all about. You know, like two and eight, you don't go in the tank. You don't stop. You don't quit. You don't read the scoreboard. And to see, you know, you think about Tommy DeVito, and I know it's a fun story, but it's more than just a fun story. The kid can play. Um, and here's the thing that's interesting is, you know, you go through training camp, and there's, and I've been up training camp up to the Giants two or three times uh, during the summer. And there's Daniel Jones getting every rep. And there's Terod Taylor taking the second team reps when they were available. But they were getting ready with Daniel Jones and Terod Taylor. And, yeah, in the last preseason game, Tommy DeVito played. But he didn't get any. He didn't get any time. He didn't get any reps. He wasn't working, you know, throwing the ball to Wandale Robinson 
or Isaiah Hodgins. He wasn't getting that kind of reps. So it wasn't until Daniel Jones really went down and then Terod Taylor went down that he got any sort of practice time all season. You know, a lot of these, like Will Levis, you know, I mean, he and same thing happened to Will Levis. Like these guys weren't getting any time. They were going through their starters, Tannehill and the backups and all that stuff. And so these quarterbacks, you know, these two rookie quarterbacks last night getting wins on primetime on Monday night, and they were a big part of the wins. Think about where they came from this summer, where they weren't getting practice time. They they weren't getting reps. They weren't getting, you know, working with the offense. They weren't getting any of that. They were just getting mental reps. And here they are, both leading their teams to victory on Monday night, simultaneous. I mean, almost at the same time that Will Levis is, you know, handing the ball off to Derrick Henry for the game winner or throwing it to DeAndre Hopkins for, a, you know, a three-yard touchdown pass, four-yard touchdown pass, and a two-point conversion. They scored two touchdowns in a minute. Almost simultaneous as that was going on, Tommy DeVito was leading the New York Giants down the field for the game-winning field goal. It was a Monday night to remember. Happy to bring it to you in the best football show. Come join me tomorrow. We'll talk more football. 